Hi everyone. Um, yeah, and so my work, my uh, message, James asked me to talk about evangelism, and as soon as he said it, I went, oh no, uh, this is not me, this is not my forte, um, and so I guess what I've come up with, and I only just thought of the title just before, is um, evangelism for non-evangelists. <laughs> um, and so for some of you that feel like you've got this all down pat, this is like your, your thing, you're always really good at, you've always been really good at this, then I'm sorry, I might not have much for you. <laughs> but um, for, I think, a huge portion of us, like this is something that um, really challenges us. And um, if I'm brutally honest with myself, like I feel like I've often felt like a complete failure in this area of my life, like, and it's something that, you know, I, I might, I, yeah, I've probably lost sleep over, like, you know, why, why is this thing so hard, why is um, sharing something that I, I'm so passionate about and so believe in with all my, well, sometimes I haven't believed in it with all my heart, but I'll get there, um, something so good. Why can't I share this precious gift with other people? What is it that holds me back? It's not like it's been all um, misery. <laughs> I mean, I have had some successes, and um, and I'll talk about that as well. But um, I think the other thing that we have to be honest about, and I don't know if other people feel this way, but I certainly feel about I feel this way about it is that it's not going that well. And I mean here in New Zealand. Let's be honest. People aren't busting down the doors to um become Christians. Maybe I'm just maybe I just live in a strange bubble. I don't know, but I'm just being honest here. Like it doesn't feel like it's an easy business. And so I'm a bit torn on this. It's like, is it my fault? Or are there things outside of me that also make this hard? And of course, it's both of those things. It's not just us. It's not all our fault. There are things out there that make it, um, make it tough for us. But it re the point remains is that this is something each one of us, whether we feel like that we're particularly gifted in it or not, it's something that's for all of us. It's kind of the core of the gospel, right? It's like, go and make disciples of all the world. <laughs> and um, I'm by no means saying that the church is not on the move in many places around the world and spreading. All I'm really talking about is New Zealand because, to be quite frank, my heart's not overseas. My heart's right here with these people here in New Zealand. Who's, who's reaching out to them? I'm passionate about those people that I sit by and who are great people but don't know the Lord. That, that's my heart. My heart's here, right here in Wellington, New Zealand. I've, everybody else went and lived in London and all that, and I went overseas and I loved it and I loved traveling, but in the end of the day, like my heart's here. 
I love Aotearoa. This is where I belong, and this is where I want to see the kingdom spread. So I, I really have, I don't have like a teaching as such. I just have three ideas that I've been like mulling over and thinking about. And um, yeah, I just really hope that somebody gets something out of it. And the three points are, we have an amazing God, a pearl, a gift of astounding beauty. And my heart's desire is to share Jesus. But, dot, 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 dot. We don't or we can't. What are, the re- what are some of the reasons that have been, at least in my life, that have hindered me from sharing the word? And it'll be different for everyone. But I've got things that have got in the way. But, then there's another but, dot, dot, dot. When God shows up, it's easy. And I'm sure like some of you know what I'm talking about. Those moments where it's just like the door opens and you speak your heart and you know it's getting somewhere. Why isn't it like that all the time though? Clearly God wants everybody in his kingdom. But yet it seems like those moments, those pure I don't know what they are, but it's when God shows up, they seem few and far between sometimes. So, yeah, that's my my three points. So, point number one. What an amazing God that we have. For me, I don't know where I would be in my life without Jesus. I am... (laughs) I've been trying to not deride myself when I preach sometimes, but like I am not a great human being sometimes. I've got all sorts of um, things. I've got all sorts of hang-ups. I get depressed. I get anxious. I can't even think straight. I'm like so zeroed in on like work or whatever. I just think, forget about everything. I find it hard to um, love those around me sometimes. I get frustrated with individuals that annoy me at work. I'm not a graceful person sometimes. I'm, ru- I'm running around like after pouring my effort into um, kids at school that I know it's not going to make any difference for and that I, I could be spending time with that group above them that maybe I could make a difference for, but I've got to target these particular kids. I'm, I'm just me. And without Jesus and what he's turning me into, I don't know where I'd be. I honestly, I don't, I don't, sometimes I honestly don't know if I would be in any similar sort of position in my life if it hadn't been for Jesus. But the problem is, no, it's not the problem. Sorry, it's not a problem. I just got ahead of myself for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Lord's been with me through thick and thin, through when I've been elated with life, full of joy, full of love, just feeling like God's um, presence is right there with me. The, I, I have something to share. I know people need this. I know people need what I've got. 
only I could somehow communicate that thing that I've just tried to communicate to you now to people. If only I could find some sort of way to communicate that. And that brings me to the second point already. So we've got this awesome God. I know we all, we really do love this God and he is so awesome. But then, but then, there's all this stuff that just gets in the way. I mean, and again, this is for the (laughs) non-evangelists. It feels like there's stuff that gets in the way. And I think one of the first things, and something that I've been really thinking about a lot lately, is that I don't talk about that, what I just talked to you guys about. I don't talk about the profound difference God's made in my life. I end up talking about all this other stuff. Um, Creation, evolution, sex, drugs, uh, all this stuff. All these questions that people have that are good and, you know, they can be doorways in. But I've actually found that it's not those arguments about um, things that get anywhere. It's not um, apologetics are good and we need them, but they're not the things that have ever really opened doors for me. And I've spent a lot of time thinking about them. It's that other stuff, that personal stuff about how awesome God is that really starts opening the doors. And I, so yeah, I'll, I'll get involved in a, almost like an argument. That's not sharing the message. Like there's a place for that, but it's often just a distraction. Those issues are a distraction. What I'd rather do is introduce people to this profound Jesus and let him hold their hand through those issues. And they'll come to their own conclusions about them. I want them to meet the source. And then they can think about those things. So lately I've been thinking about it. like It's almost like a change of tactic. So yeah, sometimes I spend time talking about the wrong thing. Then another thing for me is at various points in my walk, I've... If I'm honest, I've been unsure if I want people to, if I, if I ask the serious questions deep down in my heart, I'm actually not sure if I really want them to become involved in this. <laughs> does, that sound, does that sound terrible? That's honestly where I've been. I'm like, do I want people to get tangled up in this mess? <laughs> And that's, that's just because of where my heart was at at that moment, you know? And so things like that can get in the way, where your heart is at with God. And sometimes when we're in that place, we berate ourselves about that. But until we're out of that place, there's not much we can do, is there? You know, I've thought things like, oh... Oh, I want them to meet God, but man, I don't know if I want them to come to church. Do I really want them to see, you know, like what we do? (laughs) I mean, I love it. Like, I love, I mean, you know me, I'm like into worship and I like give it, like, you know, I love all the charisma and all that sort of stuff, like giving words and that. But man, some of my friends aren't ready for that. (laughs) But, but. 
but I want them to meet the Lord. And so I've, I've been reserved in myself because I'm, I'm honestly unsure. Like, do I want them to, to see this? You know, and there's also that whole other dimension of like the culture. And I'm not talking about the culture out there. I'm talking about our culture. Like, um, another thing that I have to be honest about is like, there's things about our culture that I don't like. And I'm not sure that they're, they're God-given or the going in the right direction. And so there's that whole dimension to why I don't, I'm reluctant sometimes. You know, we have to ask ourselves serious questions about what we're doing and how we're doing it. We need to be awake to these things. And that's hard. That's hard. I, I mean, to be honest, I think we're probably overcritical of, of ourselves. I'm not trying to suggest any sort of like, um, yeah, I'm not trying to suggest to be overcritical, but, you know, these, these things are real issues. There's things about the way that we do things that are, are pushing people away, not drawing people in. We have to be honest. It's not all um, persecution and the world's fault that the gospel's not spreading. Some of it's us. Some of it, we've got to seriously think about what we're doing and address the issues, not, not talk about them, not sweep them under the rug. It's not all the world's fault that the gospel's not spreading in New Zealand. I'm sorry, it's true. <clears throat> well, at least it's true to me. I didn't like saying that, but I just really felt like I had to say that. But the biggest thing, the biggest thing for me is fear of other people. It's fear of what people think. And for some of you, that might not be an issue. But for me, that's always been a huge hindrance, is fear. Plain, good old-fashioned fear. Fear that people will ridicule me. Fear that people, I'll lose friendships that I love. Fear that um, my faith might be kind of used against me in the workplace. Um, fear. Fear on all sorts of levels. And um, I, I guess I really am talking about the workplace here because, you know, outside of that, I'm a lot less fearful. <laughs> but in the workplace, I've always really struggled to, you know, use that. Like, it's where all the opportunities are for me in my life. I mean, I spend a lot of time there. And there's all these people that don't know the Lord but yet, that's the environment that I've really struggled with fear in. And I've, I feel like I've really started to make progress in that area. And my, my life feels a lot more whole than it's ever felt in terms of, like, you know, joining up those two spheres of my life. But it, it's not easy. It's not easy to sit there with a bunch of other people and say... Actually, I believe this, and I don't think we should be doing that. Or 
that's not really sharing the gospel, by the way, but you know what I mean. Like, it's, it's, it's not easy. It hasn't been easy for me. And this is really what keeps me up at night. I've begged and begged and begged and begged the Lord to change something, to make that easier for me, to open doors, to make like make it happen. Because obviously it's something I actually really want to see happen, but it's not. It does, it's there's something in the way. Yeah, so that that's the big personal one for me. It's just plain old fear. And it's not easy to work through. But yet, and this is the good stuff, when God shows up, it's easy. I mean, um, just the other day when James was sharing about early acts, we know what it looks like. We know what it looks like when God actually shows up and is 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 behind these things. I mean, like, um, the, they only had to say a few simple things, and thousands of people came to the Lord. And, you know, that's a biblical example, but if you look through um, time and you look at um, revivals that have happened, wow, they just... Um, I mean, they have a background and they have reasons why they occur, but man, there's something, um, you know, God just does what he wants and they happen. And thou- again, thousands of people come to the Lord. And then you you can even look on your in your personal life and you know those times. I, I briefly talked about, the, about it at the beginning. Those moments where... You have traction, and you just know it's the right time to um, say something and do something. And even if nothing sort of overtly happens, it feels like the seeds um, were laid, and you can pat yourself on the back and you say, good job, I did it, I was obedient. It's like... um, for me, just all that fear, all those things that get in the way just evaporate away. And you just know, you just know it's the time. And you can do it. And I, I think um, I think that's the challenge for us now because I actually feel like we're in one of those moments. Uh, and I mean kind of New Zealand-wise we're in one of those moments. We're in a time where people are open and ready to receive the word. I firmly believe it. With everything that's happened with COVID and 2020, it's been a weird year, right? And people are more open and ready to talk about this sort of thing. And I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss this moment. I don't want to miss this season. I don't want to miss this time. It's not a time to be retreating. It's a time to be getting out there and talking to people. Not running away from the world, but going out into the world and talking to people. But it's tough. And already I've gone back after lockdown and I'm back on the treadmill. I'm back churning 
running as fast as I can to keep up. But I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss this. So I think it's time for us to, um, to have a good hard look at ourselves, to ask the hard questions, to ask um, God to break through in some of these areas, to just maybe, just maybe, take that huge step and I'm sure like the um, first few steps are the hardest but then it gets easier right it's time to ask him to reveal encourage revive and heal us and push us forward it's time to get out of the four walls it's time to be out there people do need what we have my life story is a testimony to that. And I'm preaching to myself, please hear me. I'm hopeless. <laughs> and I want to be better. So don't um, feel rebuked or anything like that. But the time is now. Like, I'm, I'm nearly 40. How long do I have to wait <laughs> before I'm... I'm mature enough and big enough to be able to do this well. Right? And we're all at different places. Again, if you're high-flying and you just launch straight to it on the bus and all that sort of stuff, carp high. We need people like you. That's awesome. But I'm not that person. And so this is evangelism for non-evangelists. Okay, um, yeah, so what I really want to do is just, and I do this quite often, I like getting you guys involved, I want you to get into little um, small groups of like five or so, we're going to do some cooperative learning <laughs> for, for those teachers out there, and, um, but no, seriously, I want you to take this opportunity to share with other people at the church like where you're at with this if anything's um, you know hit the spot but most importantly is to have a pray about this stuff and maybe God will give you a few clues about what you should be doing might just be one person that you know that that you know like so um, just a quick story I have a friend at work He's a um, older. Um, he's single. He's about. Um, he's just. He's just turned forty. Uh, he's diabetic. Um, his whole life is his work because he has nothing outside of it. Lockdown was a huge deal for him because he, he basically had to be locked in his house by himself for however many weeks. And so I stepped out of my fear and I actually said to him, I'll do whatever you want. I can go um, buy you food. But then I also tacked on, and I know you think this stuff's nonsense, but I'm going to be praying for you the whole time. And I didn't know how he was going to respond, but he responded like really positively. And I, maybe that's just such a dumb thing to you guys, but for me, that was the stepping out that I'm talking about.
So yeah, it might just be one person. It might be like a whole whole group of people. It might be your immediate family. It might like you might not have any specific person that you think of, but it might be like a um, you know you might pray for God to um, just talk to you more clearly about those moments when you know you have to do something. But yeah, so we could just get into those um, those groups and just. Um, yeah, pray for how long have we got? Ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, so go for it, guys.